Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Atomic Retirement. I'm your host, Ryan Kilkenny, the founder of Atomic Planning, an independent, veteran-owned, fee-only financial planning firm bringing tax retirement planning to families over age 50. Atomic Planning is a virtual financial planning practice in Kansas City, serving families from coast to coast. Thanks for joining me and welcome to The Atomic Retirement. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I believe Social Security is the best annuity your money can buy. And if you listen to Episode 8, you'll recall that an annuity is an agreement with an insurance company. When you buy an annuity, you hand the insurance company a lump sum of money or a series of payments, and they agree to provide you with a guaranteed income stream for a specific amount of time, perhaps for as long as you and your spouse live. Now, insurance exists to transfer risk, and if you purchase an annuity, you are essentially buying retirement paycheck insurance and transferring the risk of running out of money in retirement to someone else. Of course, insurance companies are in business to make money. They are not a nonprofit, so they will invest the money that you give them and pay you a little less than what they think they can earn on it. So what does all this have to do with Social Security? Well, Social Security is a guaranteed lifetime annuity backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government, not an insurance company. And Social Security is designed to pay you an inflation-protected sum of money for as long as you live. In fact, since 1975, the average annual cost of living adjustment is just about 3.7% a year. So hypothetically, a $100 Social Security check in 1975 would be a $584 Social Security check today in 2023. In other words, your monthly Social Security check would have increased more than five and a half times thanks to the cost of living adjustments that come included with the program and that you already pay for with federal payroll taxes. By the way, 6.2% of your paycheck goes to Social Security tax, and for 2023, that only applies to your first $160,200 of income. You do not pay Social Security tax on income above that amount. It's also important to know that you may be able to collect a spousal or survivor benefit on your significant other's record, regardless of whether you worked outside the home or not. If you're divorced, you may be able to collect a divorcee benefit on your ex-spouse's record. And I know what some of you are thinking, but I'm sorry, it does not affect or reduce their benefit in any way. Now, as you can tell, there are a lot of moving parts to Social Security. And here's the hard truth. Many retirees are giving up tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars because they collect their benefits too early. Today, we'll talk about a simple way to increase your own Social Security benefit and make sure that you don't leave money on the table. I'll refer to a Wall Street Journal article from Lisa Ward. It's called The High Price Retirees Pay for Collecting Social Security Too Early. And I'll be sure to drop a link to the article in the show notes of this episode. Okay, let's dive in. One of the most important decisions you'll make in retirement is deciding when to collect your Social Security benefits. And a study from the National Bureau of Economic Research, or NBER, found that far too many people are leaving money on the table by claiming their benefits as soon as they can at age 62. Researchers looked at the finances of more than 6,000 households, modeled different retirement dates, factored in federal and state income taxes and benefits, 
Medicare premiums, and more. And guess what they found? They determined that virtually all American workers aged 45 to 62 should wait beyond age 65 to collect, and that more than 90% of workers should wait until age 70. In other words, 9 out of 10 people would likely increase their lifetime payout and be better off by waiting until age 70, and that waiting would increase a typical worker's median discretionary spending in today's dollars by more than $182,000 over their lifetime. And universally, people were better off waiting regardless of their income and wealth. For example, they found the wealthiest 20% of people would increase their lifetime discretionary spending by almost $290,000 if they waited until 70, and the top 1% could boost their lifetime spending by almost $600,000. And get this, People whose assets and income put them in the bottom 20% could also see a boost in their lifetime discretionary spending of nearly $110,000, all from making one financial decision, delaying their Social Security benefits to age 70. And it makes sense when you realize that waiting until age 70 instead of age 62 could increase your monthly benefits by as much as 76%. Take a guess. What percentage of people do you think wait until 70? The answer is 10%. Yep, only 10% of people delay their benefits to age 70. The study found three key reasons why most people do not wait that long. The first reason is it could mean taking a financial hit in the short run because 47% of households in the study would need to temporarily reduce their spending if they delayed Social Security. And I know it probably doesn't come as much of a surprise, but many people are unwilling to do that. The second reason is people do not think about the potential value of their benefits over longer periods of time, like 20, 30, or even 40 years, because they don't believe that they'll live that long. And the final reason that people don't wait is because Social Security is complicated. Lawrence Kotlikoff, a professor at Boston University and one of the paper's authors, is quoted as saying that, Figuring out when to collect payments, especially if someone is eligible for multiple benefits or coordinating with a spouse, can be almost impossible to get right. And he goes on to say that optimizing Social Security benefits is like thinking 15 moves ahead in a chess game. Knowing that, this is not a decision I recommend people make alone, because so many different factors go into getting it right, and you don't get many do-overs with the Social Security Administration. Yes. You may be able to cancel or withdraw your benefits application to reapply later, but you only have 12 months to change your mind, and you must also pay back the benefits your family received. So in closing, Social Security will pay you more if you wait, and as the NBER study shows, about 9 in 10 people will be better off waiting until 70. You may not be able to wait that long, but I would still encourage you to wait as long as you can because your benefit permanently increases by two-thirds of a percent each month you wait past your full retirement age. And if the bulk of your retirement nest egg sits in pre-tax accounts, like a 401k or a traditional IRA, like it or not, you have a partnership with the government and are likely looking at a six- or seven-figure tax bill over the course of your retirement. When you delay your Social Security benefit, you not only grow it, you also leave more room inside your marginal tax bracket for tax planning strategies like Roth conversions that may significantly lower your retirement tax bill. 
I believe Social Security is the best annuity your money can buy and that thoughtful planning can go a long way and help ensure you don't leave tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. That's it for today. Until next time, here's to your atomic retirement. If you have questions or would like to take the next step and partner together, you can schedule your free appointment online. To get started, visit AtomicPlanning.com to schedule a Zoom meeting that works best for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Atomic Retirement. Be sure to check out the show notes for helpful links and resources mentioned in today's episode. Do you love the podcast and find it helpful? Well, if so, you can bet that other people will find it helpful too. Please hit the subscribe button, leave an honest review, and a short comment on Apple Podcasts. You have the power to help, and your review can help more people find answers to their retirement questions. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, and it is not investment, tax, or legal advice. Clients of Atomic Planning may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this communication. I try my best to bring you valuable information, but I may not know anything about you or your personal situation, so please talk with your fee-only financial planner, tax, and or legal professionals before taking any action or making any decision about your own financial plan. Atomic Planning is a veteran-owned Kansas State Registered Investment Advisor providing independent tax and retirement planning.